Hello, this is Dr. Karen Wolf, and you've joined my podcast, The Keys to Your Health. I have always wanted to do talk radio, and this is my opportunity to talk about the topics that I'm most excited about. And today, we are speaking about the five ways to boost your brain through your gut. (laughs) If you've uh, followed me at all, you know how I talk about the gut all the time. Well, today we're going to really focus on the link between your gut and your brain. A healthy gut is actually needed for a healthy brain, and your brain's health is dictated by what's going on in that intestine. So what you eat, the food you put in your body, that is information that you're placing in your intestines, affects not only your brain's daily function, the ability to think, to concentrate, our memory, but it actually also affects your risk of most neurological conditions for the future. So I don't know about you, but I am really interested in keeping my brain as active as possible. So this conversation is really important, and I believe it's going to be the beginning of many more conversations to come. I'm going to do a real focus on brain health, because the truth is we are seeing rates of neurological disorders, that the disorders of the nervous system skyrocketing, and you know that, the ADHD epidemic, and anxiety, depression, and dementia, which is when uh, the brain really starts to slow down. But the good news is there is a medical revolution underway. And we are at the forefront of it because we are talking about the gut. And we are knowing that how we treat the gut affects behavioral disorders, mood disorders, headaches, Parkinson's, autism, Alzheimer's, and many, many more conditions. So it's really astonishing new research. And it's showing the health of our brain to an extraordinary degree, is dictated by the state of the bacteria that live inside your body. And not just bacteria, but other organisms, microbes, and that whole collection of organisms that live inside us that's not our human cells is called our microbiome. And our microbiome, in terms of cells, outnumbers our human cells by 10 to 1. So... It is a really important conversation to have, this link between our gut, our microbiome, and our brain. And I have to give full credit to a fabulous author that I've been following, great teacher, educator, and that is Dr. David Perlmutter. I love his work. He is very easy to understand, even if you've had no medical background. And his latest book is actually called Brain Maker. Brain Maker, the power of gut microbes to heal and protect your brain for life. And a lot of doctors aren't talking about this, but I take a probiotic every single day. I eat probiotic foods. I take digestive enzymes. I'm really focused on the health of my gut. If I'm taking any antibiotics, which I try not to take unnecessarily, but I make sure my probiotic intake is heightened during antibiotic intake. So that my microbiome, my total body microbiome, is preserved. So thank you to David uh, Perlmutter, who really has brought this field to a cutting-edge level. And today, I'm going to break it down for you. I, I know everyone's not as interested in science as I am, but I'm going to talk about five ways 
to boost your brain through your gut so that you actually have a very practical tool to be able to implement something straight away. So first and foremost, probably no surprise, eat foods rich in probiotics. So let's talk about that for a minute. Well, let's talk about what a probiotic is just in case we're not knowing that. Uh, probiotics, as the word says, pro for bacteria, are actual live bacteria and yeast that support our good digestive health. So it's actually germs we're putting into our body, which is so different, of course, than how we were trained in, in Western medicine that all germs are bad. Well, we're turning that on its head because we're actually putting germs inside our body. And long before probiotic supplements were born, the health benefits of fermented probiotic-rich foods like, and here's some examples, kimchi, K-I-M-C-H-I, sauerkraut. I know some of you out there love sauerkraut. Maybe you didn't realize that's fermented cabbage, and that is rich in probiotics, especially if you make it yourself. And some of the really healthy yogurts, let's not just say the word yogurt because most commercially made yogurts have a lot of chemicals and dare I say it, artificial sweeteners which cancel out the probiotic effects. So you've got to be careful about the quality of the yogurt. So the Chinese were fermenting cabbage 6,000 years ago. This is nothing new, but finally Western medicine is catching on that this fermentation process makes the food rich in beneficial bacteria. So look for fermented foods, but also find a probiotic supplement. I take the USANA probiotic supplement. You can get on my website. It's uh, very easy to take. You don't have to refrigerate it. I take it every day, and as I said, if I have an extra immune stress going on, I will uh, double dose my probiotics. And so what the probiotic bacteria do is they help maintain the integrity of your gut lining. So our intestine has this very sensitive lining that's got to be intact so that we leave the bad stuff in the intestine so we can poop it out and then the good stuff goes through the intestinal lining into the bloodstream. But when we have a break in that intestinal barrier called leaky gut, then things we don't want in bloodstream get in the bloodstream and it sets up an autoimmune condition. So this barrier serves actually as a a natural antibiotic, you know, it keeps the, that uh, lining intact. So probiotic foods and a probiotic supplement, that's number one. Number two on our five ways to boost your brain through the gut is go lower on your carbohydrates and embrace high-quality fats. Yes, bring back the good fats. We have been in this fat-free movement where we're fat-phobic. We're scared of eating fat. Well, yeah, don't have trans fats and, and rancid fats. Eat the good, healthy fats. Avocado, the good raw nuts, the extra virgin oil. Oh, there's another call coming. I think I have a caller that wants to ask a question. <laughs> so go lower in carbs. So there's two aspects to this. Let's talk about sugar for a minute. A diet that keeps your blood sugar balanced keeps your gut bacteria balanced. I'm going to repeat that. A diet that keeps your blood sugar balanced keeps your gut bacteria balanced. Now, then you will also realize that it also keeps your 
brain balance because what's good for the gut is good for the brain. And a diet rich in good sources of fiber. Now, fiber is a form of carbohydrate that's low glycemic. And basically, the more vegetables you eat, the more fiber you're going to get into your diet. And that feeds the good bacteria and gives you the right balance in your intestinal lining. And then we talk about sugar and a diet high in high glycemic sugars and low in fiber, which usually is the case. So white rice, white bread, white spaghetti, processed food, box cereal, increases the chances of that intestinal lining being compromised. You know, we talked about the permeability of the intestinal lining. And you'll get mitochondrial damage, which is the energy factories of the cells because we're creating inflammation and basically compromise the immune system. And what that does is set your body up for inflammation. And when you have inflammation of the body, you have inflammation of the brain. It's a vicious cycle. And all of it then further disrupts the whole protective microbiome. So follow a low glycemic eating plan that will also be low inflammatory. And go on my website, you'll get lots of great ideas about low glycemic eating. I've got little videos that I've made uh, in my own kitchen. I'm not a fancy cook, but I certainly have learned to cook low glycemic. If you need a little kick start, consider doing my seven-day sugar cleanse. It's a really great way to just help you get off that sugar roller coaster to head into this amazing low glycemic, anti-inflammatory, brain-healthy food, which is lowering carbs, and embracing high-quality fat. So that's number two. Number three, okay, so you're really, really, really going to be happy with me. Really. <laughs> so enjoy chocolate, coffee, wine, and tea. What? Did I really say that? Yes. Chocolate, coffee, wine, and tea. What? So as far as your brain health is concerned, <laughs> these things in moderation, except the tea, you can have as much green tea as you like, actually is showing health benefits. And this comes straight from David Perlmutter's book, Brain Maker. I'm not making this up. And it's a little different than what we used to think in Western medicine. But let me explain a bit. Well, first of all, research abounds about the benefits of dark chocolate. You probably know that. There's a, a study that I remember. Italian researchers, and the Italians really know how to eat well, eat well and enjoy their food and the quality of the food. Yes. So this particular study showed that in elderly individuals that had mild cognitive impairment, so just mild um, impairment of the brain, the ones that consumed the highest level of what we call flavonoids, and, and the flavonoids they got from cocoa and dark chocolate, they did show some heightened cognitive function. So chocolate's good for your brain. Wonderful. Okay, and then comes the coffee story. So, so it seems in the balance of all the research that coffee supports the healthy balance of this gut flora and can exhibit anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. Yep, in moderation. So I'm going to talk about something that gets pretty scientific, but this is amazing, cutting-edge nutritional science. And I'm going to talk about something called NRF2. N, R for Roger, F for Frank, 2. Sounds like R2, D2, doesn't it? Now, this is a pathway. This is 
in our body we have all these metabolic signals that are just set up for us. They work beautifully if our body is running smoothly and in balance. However, our lifestyle has messed our metabolic pathways because of the processed food, and stress, and environmental toxins, etc., etc. Well, this particular pathway called NRF2, when it's triggered, it causes the body to make higher levels of our own protective antioxidants called endogenous antioxidants. So NRF2 gets triggered, it causes the body to make more protective antioxidants, which will reduce inflammation and enhance detoxification. We want that, right? We want to reduce inflammation in our body and enhance detoxification, meaning get rid of the toxins. If you do that in the body, it will also be transferred to the brain. So the NRF2 pathway is this brilliantly designed pathway. However, it has been interfered with by our lifestyle. So guess what? Coffee and chocolate stimulate this specific gene pathway. Yes, it does. Other activators of this NRF2 pathway are green tea, turmeric, you know, turmeric, the yellow spice that put Indian food, and resveratrol that you find in what? Red wine. <laughs> so I love this science because it's really showing that food is medicine. And you know I was trained in medical school, and I love to talk about food first and the nutrients and the information these nutrients are giving to our genes to turn on the pathways that we want to be turned on. So NRF2, very exciting study, little study of genetics, and that's where I'll end the, the science conversation. But look it up, and Dr. David Perlmutter even talks about that in his book, Brain Maker. All right, number four, consume foods rich in pro-prebiotics. So we did probiotics, right, for bacteria. Prebiotics, okay, let me tell you what they are. Prebiotics, these are actually food. They're not live bacteria. They are food that fuels the beneficial bacteria in your body. So they occur naturally, such as raw garlic. Yes, get that raw garlic in you. Cooked and raw onions, which is great. I love onions. Uh, chicory, some of you eat that. And jicama, which I love, J-I-C-A-M-A, jicama. Love that. I snack on jicama. And it's really interesting because in terms of measuring prebiotics, uh, every 100 grams of prebiotic carbohydrates like jicama or chicory or raw onions, you get a full 30 grams of the good gut bacteria to be produced because these prebiotics feed the good bacteria. Isn't that exciting? So now you know about probiotics, you know about NRF2, you know about prebiotics, you know about advanced fats. Oh, it's getting so exciting. And the final number five in our Keys to Your Health today, how to work your brain through your gut is drink filtered water. <laughs> Not fancy. We talk about it all the time. You've got to drink lots of water for intestinal health. But it's critical that that doesn't come from the gut-busting chemicals that uh, are in a lot of water like chlorine because environmental toxins can actually disrupt the microbiome. So you want a good water filter. And you want to be drinking half your body weight in ounces of water. Well, and also, just finally with that water thing, ditch the plastic bottles. Choose the reusable bottles, maybe a glass or stainless steel. Also another good step to your health. 
these are a lot of things. Let's go through the five again. How to boost your brain through your gut. Eat foods rich in probiotics and take your probiotic supplement. Go lower in carbs and embrace high-quality fats in your diet. Enjoy chocolate, coffee, wine, and tea. And you know why. It's all about the NRF2. And four, consume foods rich in prebiotics, which are the foods that feed the good bacteria. And finally, drink lots of filtered water. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast today as much as I have. I love this topic. It is exciting, revolutionary in the world of medicine. I wish every doctor would speak about these five things because it can help your brain and it can help every organ of the body and We've got lots of clinical and laboratory studies from patients all around the world that show how important these dietary recommendations are to establish a healthy microbiome and a healthy brain. So until next time, this is Dr. Karen Wolf, the keys to your health. Bye-bye.